I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer? keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alienos Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome back to the Alienos Podcast. I'm Smith, joined, as always, by my co-hosts. Um, John Favreau of Pod Safe America. <laughs> April Fools, it's me, Seth. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, and we also have... And me, Marcus, the voice that makes you moist. Yes! Uh, yes, that's a thing. That's staying. Right. <laughs> sure. Okay, and, fine. Um, you know what? I have a question for the voice that makes me moist. Oh. <laughs> Marcus, tell me something real quick. Okay. What What are the good anime right now? Oh. I know you're an anime guy. Oh. Oh, yeah. Are you asking me this just because it's April Fool's? No, I'm not gonna. I already did my full trip. I'm not gonna like. Oh, okay. As soon as you start talking, say psych. <laughs> Great, because that would terribly hurt my feelings. But since you asked, Seth, I personally have been watching lots of anime. For one, okay. Mob Psycho 100 season two. Oh, that's the guy who made One Punch Man, right? Precisely correct, sir. Yeah, I have actually watched like a couple episodes of that. It's pretty good. Oh, it's so good, and the second season is even better. I'm ready for the second season of One Punch Man. Right? Ugh. Like, ugh, people are getting all crazy because of the trailers, and they're like, "I don't like it so far." These trailers. Are there a trailer? Yes. What's wrong with the trailer? I don't know. They've they were comparing the animations from the first season. And they're like, hmm, it seems like a real downgrade. Ugh, but seems like I'm... a real downgrade, guys. I don't like this animation. <laughs> Whoa, is John Favreau actually here? <laughs> Pod Save America is finally crossing over with the Illinials. <laughs> what I'm saying is, shut up and suck my dick. Oh man! Wow. One Punch Man was like one of the one few good anime that ever existed, and I will defend it to my dying breath. There are, and Marcus, you can, you can tell me I'm wrong if you want, uh-huh. but there are probably only like five or six good anime ever. Yes, that is and, very wrong. There are a multitude of awesome animes that you should watch. And, um, That's all I got time for yeah. for Marcus, so. No, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think so, Marcus. <laughs> Shield Hero, watch it, it's amazing. Oh Shield my god, Hero. don't, please tell me you didn't endorse that on our show. Oh I didn't. my god. What? What's, what's wrong with it? It's a show where a man is accused of raping a woman and then he's the good guy and it's supposed to be like, oh, she accused him of rape. Rape is fake. Like, that's the whole she, thing. She, falsely, rebuttal. she falsely accused him of rape. That's what I said. She accused him, so all rape okay, is fake. Okay, all right. I'm just... Okay, but the thing is, it's like... It's it's weird. It's weird. It's it's an isekai. It's it's a good story. It's That's a nonsense it's, word. What does that wait, mean? What was that <laughs> word you just said? 
isekai? Yeah, what does that mean? It means um, from another world. So, basically... So, basically, the guy lived on Earth, you know, with us, apparently. Something happened, and he got transported to this other world. Where the story plays out, and everything has changed for him. (laughs) Marcus, I have one question. Uh Uh-huh. Why do you do this? Do what? (laughs) You asked the question. I was merely answering. I did, but it's like the one time I asked my... Like, one of the times one of my friends used the word harem, and I asked him what it meant, and I was sad that I... I was like, why did I even? Why did I ask a question? I knew I didn't want it. I like I how Marcus acted like we were stupid for not knowing the word isekai. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh fucking fucking idiots. What, what did they I'm teach sorry. you Y'all, in school? You guys like tapped into the thing. Like I, I'm into a lot, and it's just like, ah, okay. Boom, These two slack jawed fucking morons don't know what isekai <laughs> is. What's wrong with him? So it's like it's like fucking. Uh, I don't know, like, uh, uh, Escaflone or some shit, or was it Magical Night Ray Earth from, like, like way back in the day? Ooh. Like, the girl ends up in the fantasy world or whatever, where there's, like, mecha knights or whatever? Yeah, yeah, I like that. So if you go from one place to another vastly different place, it's, it's an isekai, so. Okay. Alright, PSA for let's the just, day. Let's cut to the chase. What's let's your go. favorite anime of all time? Uh, uh. And there is a correct answer to this question. Oh man! Oh, there's oh, there's too many. <sighs> okay, okay. I'm gonna have to go with Gurren Lagann. Yes. All right. That's okay. the correct answer. <laughs> yes. That is literally the only correct. The only ones. Only other ones I would have accepted are Cowboy Bebop and One Punch Man. Those mm-hmm. are the only other two I would have accepted. Mm-hmm. I would also accept Neon Genesis Evangelion. Okay, that, that's a, that's a good one. That's a good one. I would that's I would accept that. That's yeah. about it. Oh man, I'm glad you got that right, Marcus. But you know what? I am okay. curious. I am curious. What else is good right now? Yeah, is there anything else good right? Now? Isn't there like a anime about every stupid sport? Like one for ping pong. Oh one yeah. For well, listen, one listen. For... Ping pong. The animation is freaking amazing. Okay. It's, that's what I've heard. Actually, it's oh, it's it's so great. It's just filled with amazing characters with relatable motivations and they're all just trying to get what they want out of life and ugh it's great wow, it's that fantastic. sounds like no show I've ever watched before <laughs> well you know what actually I'm thinking back now you didn't ever give us the pitch for what Mob Psycho 100 is what is this show I've never okay, heard of so Mob Psycho follows a, what is he like middle school high school high school kid named Mob he has psychic powers it's a good name <laughs> right? Mob. <laughs> um, but the thing is, he, when he was young, he felt alienated because he had powers and no one else did. And he didn't want people picking on him. He wanted to, you know, just fit in with people. So he runs into this con artist <laughs> who ends up being his, like, mentor. And like, hey, don't rely on your powers and stuff. You know, just be a regular kid. Work for what you want in life and it'll be fine. This con artist ends up using him to to um, grow his psychic detective business, and you know things unfold from there. <sighs> so is it, why did you laugh so hard at the con when you said con artist? You laugh. I mean, because like having a con artist as like your <laughs> as your teacher, 
seems like a bad thing, but you know, for Bob, yeah. it it worked out. So is he is he using out. the kid to fake psychic disturbances, or are they hunting mm. psychic disturbances using his psychic they, powers? They are going after real psychic disturbances. Okay. I thought we were going to have a Frightener situation where the guy is putting the ghosts in your house and then hunting them. No. no, no, no. What a deep cut Frighteners is. <laughs> uh, Peter Jackson's greatest film. Wow. No contest. Better than, better than King Kong? Better than King Kong. <laughs> what the fuck are, are you, you talking about? Me? Are you kidding me, buddy? The movie where we don't, we don't get a skull island until 30 minutes in? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's better than that. The, the movie where the monkey doesn't have sex with the woman? <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> I mean, Whoa. don't girls have, like, a one-inch dick? Yeah, but also, like, why do they have that deeply romantic ice skating scene between a normal-sized woman and a 50-foot gorilla? I was sitting there watching the scene, not even that scene, the part where they're in the street, like, staring at each other, like, deeply in each other's yeah. eyes, and it went on for, like, two minutes. I was like, cut the fucking scene, Jackson, move on! I'm sorry, did we watch the same King Kong movie? Because I don't remember this at all. Did you watch Peter Jackson's King Kong? There's a bunch of King Kongs. Like, like the Jackson's one with, with Jack Black in it? Yes, this yeah. all happens in that movie. Oh We're my. not making any of this up. Oh it's three and a half hours long, Marcus. Yes. <gasps> all right. They do not leave New York fucking city until 30 minutes into the film. The thing I remember about that movie is Jack Black throwing bottles of... Um, what was it? The, 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 the knockout liquid that people use. Ether. Oh, yes. Ether. He just threw bottles of it at King Kong. That's the only thing I remember about that. I movie. remember the part where Jack Black picks up a Tommy gun and shoots one of the <laughs> giant grasshoppers off of a man from the hip. With it, just, just somehow does not obliterate this human being. <laughs> Damn. That's all hey, I remember. Man, he rolled that natural 20. Boom. Easy. Nerd. I'm about to say, what a nerd. <laughs> wow. Alright, so Mob Psycho 100 sounds pretty interesting. <laughs> I, I might. And that's might it about that. anime. <laughs> that's all. That's all. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's been a lot of anime. Mob Psycho episode. might become the seventh good anime. Who knows? So, didn't you have a roommate once who would watch anime for hours and hours and you would say, were any of them good? And he would say no? Yeah. Wow. He was like. I would be like, what anime do you watch? Can you explain the plot to me? He's like, oh, there's these zombies and they're in a video game and it's all inside of a magical turtle's dream. And I'm like, was it good? He's like, not really. I'm like, how many episodes did you watch? He's like, I don't know, 15, 20? <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. Great. That was his whole Saturday. Wow. Great use of your time, sir. Yeah. <laughs> It's like the one time I can order a pizza and watch anime all day. It's like the time I convinced myself that I should watch uh, that show Eureka 7. And oh. it was the most soul-crushing experience I've ever endured. And I don't Wait, know why it, I did it to this day. Isn't it actually pronounced Eureka or something? Listen, shut the fuck up. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> We're not talking about the pronunciation they use in this fucking Japanese show. No, fuck you. It's Eureka, alright? I'm pretty, You know what's going to be really funny? If somebody tells us that actually in the original Greek it is Eureka and I'm a, like a fucking giant jackass. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you look like a giant jackass anyway. So. <laughs> well, so what's going on in the NBA? I heard that the I heard college basketball was over, by the way. Uh, college basketball is in the heat of its biggest tournament of the year. I, don't, I, don't, I thought it was over. No. Everyone, still, everyone keeps saying, oh, it's over, it's over. I don't know why. Maybe because Duke lost. Oh, no. So it, 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 it kept saying Duke. What happened to Duke? They, they lost a game. 
Like, but, but like, was just one game? Yeah, they lost a game in the, 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 the Elite Eight. They lost a game. What does that mean? That means they're no longer in the tournament. Oh, so it's not like best of, it's like one and, oh, one no. and done? That's why, that's why it's called March Madness, because it's a, it's a single elimination tournament. So if even if you're the best team in the country statistically, if, you, if some team comes out and surprises you, you're done. Wow. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Duke lost by one point to Michigan State. And now uh, the, the Final Four is happening this weekend. So, yeah. Yeah, college basketball, uh, yeah, it's still interesting, I guess. Uh, no more Zion Williamson for all the big fans. So he's just going to wait until the NBA draft. As far as the NBA, we're kind of in a time where it's like I don't care about it at all because – I just want to get to the postseason. All the teams want to get to the postseason. No one cares about their placings anymore. They're just like, they just want to get there and stop resting their players and get to the game. I have decided to um, uh, take up this new money pit called Daily Fantasy Basketball. Mm-hmm. Where basically, I just give money away and never get anything back. Sounds because like a bad I, idea. I don't care. I don't care about looking up matchups or finding out who's gonna most likely get the most rebounds in a game. So, but I still just do it anyway because I don't know. I mean, if that's the case, I, I'd like some money. I, that'd be sweet. Just like Do you have bucks. fantasy basketball? I don't. Okay, sorry then. <laughs> Marcus, do you follow basketball? No. Yeah, I don't think Marcus does. Oh, man. I, I wish I could. I have a head for all... Like, I can tell you the name of, like, 20 different, like, Cthulhu gods, but I could not remember yeah. the statistics useful, on a useful fucking information. NBA team. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tough thing to get into. There's a lot of numbers, a lot of like terms you gotta learn. And still to this day, there are so many things I don't even understand about the sport. It's but. like offsides in, in football. What does that mean? That means you're on the wrong side. Nope. <laughs> I mean, I mean technically, but it's a lot more complicated. Technically, boom. I once had a soccer player explain it to me, and I was still like, I was just kind of like, oh, okay, and I didn't understand it again. Well, in soccer, it's weird because you've got like defenders and other stuff and if that's some of them are too far then that's a offsides i don't I'm, i don't know yeah that's exactly what we're talking about oh okay i thought we were talking about american football no real football yeah. oh, okay. football kickball <clears throat> nope that's a different thing nope but, but, different different game. No, so the same thing is, is schoolyard okay. football appears to only have two rules but then it's like, no, we actually have a million rules. <laughs> it's like, whenever like offsides happen, it's like, all right, time to get, time to get to the fucking Supreme Court. Yeah, they, they get like, the rule book out, and they, they, they're just like, all right. So they just they just go down a list. It's like almost like a choose-your-own-adventure. They're like, oh, offsides happen, but also this, and then by the end, you get your ruling. Exactly. It's a giant production, it seems like, every time. And I, I don't understand it at all. It's also a problem with football. Like, I have no idea. Why can't you pass the ball backwards? Who gives a shit? Do it. Why is this a rule? Yeah, I know. It's dumb. Uh, like the lateral pass or whatever. They're like, oh my god, they did a lateral pass. It's like he passed the ball sideways. Who cares? Like, maybe it was easier down that way. I don't know. Yeah, it's like, sometimes, I mean, I think dunks are cool and all in basketball. But when a, like a seven-foot player dunks, it's not that impressive. He <laughs> just kind of like hopped a little bit. <laughs> Well, how high is the how high is the uh, the goal? It's like eight feet. Okay, so it's not that high then. I thought it was like twelve. What do you mean not that high? Well, he's seven feet tall. I mean, I'm six and I can barely touch the thing. Marcus, well, you Marcus, can see that's you not a... any fault of the basketball court. <laughs> <laughs> I I beg to differ. You sir. have like a four inch vertical leap. 
Hey. I can get way you higher. You had a fucking curb one time and you missed. Marcus, <laughs> you think you can get higher than four inches? Uh, yeah, definitely. I've been working out. I'll have you know. You working your calves out specifically? Send me a no. picture right now. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Oh, you want pictures of my calf? I'll give me How much your body size has changed <laughs> since you failed to jump onto a fucking standard curb? Listen, that was one more time picture, shot. And <laughs> your body has Mark- not improved over this time. I'm just saying. <laughs> I disagree. Marcus sends a picture. He looks like Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, just, I'm gonna send a gif. Uh, hilarious. <laughs> he just sent a picture of Michael B. Jordan <laughs> yeah, with like a uh, like a Getty Images watermark. <laughs> just assumes I can't tell the difference. No, the picture straight from Black Panthers. <laughs> yeah, that was me. <laughs> oh my god! So I heard, by the way. So speaking of something that I mean, are you still into esports? Of course. How about this Overwatch uh, uh, stadium in Philadelphia? So I don't. Okay, I wanna. I wanna get on my conspiracy theory wagon real quick. Mm-hmm. I think that Blizzard is falsifying the popularity of Overwatch. Really? Yes. I don't think the Overwatch as an esport is as popular as they wanted it to be. So I think they're kind of like fudging the numbers a little bit, and they're and they're spending a lot to make it seem that way. Is this anything like Heroes of the Storm with the whole, like, Heroes of the Dorm shit they were doing? Uh, maybe that's regular, because you can get college kids to do anything. That's easy. Um, but, and they gave up on Heroes of the Storm entirely as an eSport, and pretty much as a game. I think they're just going to stop supporting it pretty soon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I know, like, when they like when they first set up the league, they promised for it to be huge, and they made it, it was, it was a $20 million buy-in for the teams who wanted to be in the league. What? Um, Yes, and even and some teams say like even if you had the money, if they didn't think you had like enough popularity, they wouldn't accept you. Um, and then the weird the weird thing they did to me, which maybe they wanted to legitimize it a little bit more than regular sports, but none of the teams have their own names. Like like a popular esports team, my favorite one is Cloud Nine, but in um, Overwatch they're London Spitfire because they wanted every team to have like you know like Cleveland Cavaliers. They wanted you to have a place and a, a name for your team rather than your organization name. Which, once again, I guess maybe that is trying to legitimize it a little more so, so it sounds more like other sports, but it kind of just makes it seem like they're trying too hard. And then, I know that what you're talking about with is they're building this Overwatch arena for like like a billion dollars or something. Um, I'm trying to see if I have the price. I thought I had... 50 yeah, million. It's like 50 million dollars. Not a billion. Okay, that's kind of... That's a far off. But yeah, they're still spending... They're like spending 50 million dollars... Um, on this stadium, and I don't know, maybe it's just me, but sometimes when I, I mean, I don't see a lot of, like, I, when I go out in the world, sometimes I'll see people wearing, like, a Cloud9 or TSM or, like, a League of Legends shirt or, you know, something, even, you'll even see, like, Counter-Strike Global Offensive stuff on people, but I almost never see anybody repping a heart, uh, a Hearthstone, uh, Overwatch <laughs> team. So I don't know. I just, I just feel like there's something fishy going on, but maybe maybe it's just because I don't have enough perspective. Marcus, what are your thoughts? You you, you watch a lot of streams and stuff, right? What do you think? Yeah, I, I do watch a lot of streams. Um, you know, shout out to Delta Fox, woot woot. Um, but what is that? Uh, it's a, oh, well, it was a uh, the team that uh, Kitty Pie was on, but <laughs> I don't know if he's Wait, still on it though. No, you're talking. Oh yeah, yeah. You're talking about the, the the stream team they made. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That was but, great. Yeah, it was, it was fun. Wait, Cutie Pie. By the way, how you used to play by the way, League of Legends. 
Yeah, he said cutie pie, not pewdie pie. Yeah, cutie, cutie. It's a literal Q and a T in pie. Not the Swedish Nazi. But I think you're right, Seth, but I feel like Blizzard has a lot of other IPs that can that they could use for this, even if Overwatch doesn't take off. That's true. Because even even in their um, they what do is have it? Hearthstone. Yeah. Oh yeah, Hearthstone baby. Uh, the blockbuster <laughs> esport that is Hearthstone. But they still is Hearthstone got, like um, a sport you want to watch people play. No. Yeah, I mean Hearthstone is it does have a competitive scene. I mean yeah, but it's like a card game, so like. I mean, lots of card games have competitive scenes. I mean, so. I'm not saying that's not the thing, but for an arena event, you really want to watch a card game? I mean, hey. I mean, I, I'm not going to blame anybody if they do. I mean, I mean to be fair, I did watch... just watch the Magic the Gathering uh, GP stream uh, like a week ago, and it was, to be, to be honest with you, it was a fucking mess. Uh, mm-hmm. Like an actual played on paper on a table card game that is on a poker or some shit oh, is trash right. to watch. Yeah, that's now the <laughs> arena streams they do with the actual like video game version are far superior. Mm. Um, but that's yeah. less penetration than the the the, pa- the paper game. Somebody say less penetration. Mister <laughs> <laughs> Damon Collins, less penetration. <laughs> no, that's a, I care, that's a character I'm working on. His name is like less, you know, like 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 less than it. his name is less penetration. Uh huh. What's his gimmick? Comes in, um, I don't know yet. Small dick. I think he. Can, <laughs> I mean, obviously, that's how, I, all my characters have that. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I think he'll just make a lot of like uh, erectile dysfunction jokes. <laughs> that, that'll be his thing. This has never happened before. Yeah. So, Marcus, you don't see a lot of Overwatch streaming going on? Personally, like, no. It's also not something I look for. But you know. Hey, if what's what's that old saying? If if you build it, they will come. So I think that's what <laughs> Blizzard's trying to do right now. So I'm I'm on Twitch right now. I'm gonna see how far down Overwatch is. So Overwatch is the tenth most watched game right now. Is it just tenth people watching it right now or streaming it or whatever? Yeah, tenth tenth most watched at sixteen point nine thousand. What's the first most? Right now, actually, Grand Theft Auto Five. Really. Ooh, I guess yeah. I guess a popular streamer is streaming it. How are you yeah. watching it? A lot of people uh, are uh, role playing. Like <laughs> oh yeah, two hundred thirteen. There's this new Grand Theft Auto role play server. We don't have to get into this. This isn't millennials' business. <laughs> this has been Twitch Watch here, doing y'all the yeah, news, the Twitch stats. I want to talk about something, right. guys. I want to bring it back yeah, to politics. Ahead. Of course, of course. <clears throat> I want to talk about our former Vice President Joe Biden. Oh boy, what's he up to? Well, you know, we've all been talking about him possibly getting into the race for president. Uh, he's been he's been talking about maybe uh, joining up and uh, and uh, trying to throw his hat in the ring against Bernie Sanders. Because let's be honest here, it's Bernie's fucking race to win at this point. Like he's got the majority of people on uh, on his side. Like I think like thirty one percent or whatever are with him. The rest of them can't break like twenty at, at best. Like ten is most common. Uh, but Joe Biden is the only other guy that regularly polls around 30%, like Bernie Sanders, or, or 25 to 30 is pretty much where the two of them end up most of the time. And generally, he's above Bernie by like one point or so. So all these like centrists keep saying, oh, Biden's going to get in the race, and, and then he'll win. Like The support for, for uh, Beto and Harris and Booker will all like coalesce around Joe Biden, the proven statesman. You know, 
He's got the nostalgia for the Obama years. He was he's Uncle Joe. The Onion made him into like a, a, a relatable character for a lot of Americans. Well, he hasn't even gotten out of the race yet, and they are already fucking destroying this man. Did y'all see what happened? No. Well, we all knew it was coming. Uh, anyone who's <coughs> ever smart knows that Joe Biden is getting me tooed. And it's all I was just starting. trying to guess that. Yep. Uh, Lucy Flores, who was running for lieutenant uh, governor of Nevada, I believe, back in 2014, when, <coughs> I'm sorry, when he was still uh, vice president, um, he came down at one point um, to help support her, and she says that he leaned in, smelled her hair, and then gave her a big, slow kiss on the back of her head. That's a cool move. Such a cool move. A cool move? That sounds like a complicated move. <laughs> <laughs> but then people started posting videos and GIFs and pictures. And y'all, this is not a complicated move for Joe Biden. This is his standard move for any woman he meets. He smells their hair, kisses them, hugs, the, hugs them. He's very fucking handsy with people. And a lot of people are starting to come forward being like, this is fucking creepy, yo. You can't do this shit. I mean, hey, and I have, I'm not, I'm not, I'm in no way supporting Joe Biden right here, nor do I have anything personally against him besides this stuff, but is anybody surprised? Doesn't <laughs> Joe Biden just kind of look like the kind of guy who would do this? Well, he, ki- he kissed fucking Chuck Grassley's wife on the goddamn mouth a, a few oh. months back. Oh. He, I thought you were going to say he kissed Chuck Grassley. I'm like, <laughs> damn. He's really trying to get some votes. Like, Grassley was watching him, and he just leaned on in and gave his wife a big old wet kiss on the mouth. Like, God damn, Joe. That's how you establish dominance. <laughs> Kiss the man's wife <laughs> on the mouth. Yeah. Well, I don't know who's... I'm the vice fucking president, bitch. I'll do what I want. Um, yeah, this is... This is those moments... This is one of those moments where, um... The... The libs. The... The dims. They're gonna have to put their money where their mouth is. They gotta... They gotta cancel this man. Because they... Because they've done it to everybody else. They... 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 All the time, can't they? When they when cancel culture has started, it doesn't stop. So we have to see if they're gonna if they're really gonna let Joe Biden uh, crash and burn. We'll have some bad news. Would be the worst thing. I have some bad news for you on that front. The libs are not going to cancel Joe Biden. They're not going to cancel Joe Biden. No, they are saying this is just a normal touch. He's a touchy feely, old school style politician. He kisses babies on the forehead and he hugs the men. And kisses the women on their cheeks, you know, like you're supposed to, as, a, as an old school politician. And uh, she supported Bernie Sanders, so this is a lie. This is a this is a, a hit job on on Joe Biden. Um, and right there, they have become no better than the Republicans. Dude, I've seen people say, "Oh, get back to me when uh when about Donald Trump, who's like the pussy grabber in chief." And I'm like. Just because fucking Donald Trump did that doesn't make him uh, doesn't make Joe Biden better by comparison. Yeah, I mean just just because you are like comparatively better to Donald Trump doesn't make you good because most people are comparatively better to Donald Trump. Thank God. Yeah, and it's like I've been watching this shit happen, and dude, okay, so y'all know me. I've been watching this, and I'm like, this is pretty fucked up. We probably shouldn't be supporting Joe Biden for anything, right? But yeah. then I saw the videos of him doing the same thing to little girls. Okay. There's like a point where Joe Biden is like 
a little girl is standing in front of him, and he he literally reaches around and grabs her where on a grown woman a, a breath would be, just fully grabs and and smells her hair, kisses the top of her head. The kid looks very fucking uncomfortable, and it's just like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? I can't wait till they just des- they decide to describe that one as muscle memory. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sending you a gift, by the way, right here. This is of a uh, this is of a, of a grown woman, but you should watch this real quick. It's very short, and see how this woman will react being grabbed by the chin by Joe Biden and pulled towards his face. Oh, oh, she, she dodges. She's like, oh no. I mean, that's a that's a good tactical move. Like, yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, exactly. It's like Jesus Christ, man. He was like gonna fully pull, pull her in there. Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> you can't touch people like this. So yeah, y'all. I, Seth, I, I really do wish they would cancel Joe Biden over this, but it looks like they're gonna they're gonna like drag out every single excuse they can not to. Yeah, and I say that's exactly what the Republicans do. There's they're they are no better at this point. If they they, they want to do the whole they go low, we go high thing, then they're fucking hypocrites. And then uh, Joe Biden uh, had this to say for himself, which is. Uh, in my many years on the campaign trail and in public life, I have offered countless hand- handshakes, hugs, expressions of affection, support, and comfort. And not once, never, did I believe I acted inappropriately. If it is suggested I did so, I will listen respectfully, but it was never my intention. Yeah, I love, I love that, that getaway. I never felt like I was doing anything wrong. <laughs> a classic you know, political statement. No, nice. Yeah, exactly. I, ne- I didn't feel like I was ever doing anything wrong. I, I, yeah, I murdered six men, but I mean, <laughs> I didn't feel bad about it. So. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I think it'd be interesting if if someone just kind of grabbed Joe Biden's chin. Just be like, hey, hey, how you doing today? Just some... Yeah, I think somebody <laughs> should go grope Joe Biden. Oh, he might like it, though. <laughs> Uh, I might not do anything. Yeah, it's like... So, do y'all... I y'all don't know if y'all's memory stretches back far enough to the 90s, really, on this issue. But do y'all know who Anita Hill is? Probably not. Yes. Yeah, I, I know the name. You know, I, I feel like I've heard it before, but I can't remember it. She was a staffer who worked for um, now Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, who said that he sexually assaulted her. Mm-hmm. And yes, yes, yes. This was back in the '90s, so this we're talking about the fucking dark ages for for, for women, especially so, right? Compared to today, um, so she had to go before the judiciary, the Senate Judiciary Committee, to testify about this, kind of like um, happened to Kavanaugh. And Joe Biden was one of the driving forces behind questioning her and interrogating her in a very fucking forceful way. And a lot of people blame him for Clarence Thomas getting through because Joe Biden did everything he could to shut her down. I mean, Adina Hill was a black woman speaking before an all-male, all-white committee. And Joe Biden is just aggressively questioning her about Clarence Thomas and, and these supposed encounters and, like, wanting, like, lurid detail. And then last fucking week, Joe Biden said that he wished he could have done more to help Anita Hill. Good old revisionist history. Wow. 
He says, to this day, I regret I couldn't come up with a way to get her the kind of Harry she deserved. He was in charge of the process. He was the guy who was the head of the fucking Judiciary Committee. He could have said it to be however he would have wanted. But no, he didn't. And now he wants to claim that, he, that oh, he's so sorry. He, could, he couldn't do it the way he wanted to do it. Or whatever. You know, 20 years down the line. Yeah, he's trying to do some serious damage control now. So once again, he is still not declared... Um, for 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 president, but I mean, it seems like this is going to be the first of many of these accusations. Oh yeah, and it'll probably just get worse if he decides to run. Then, I mean, seriously, if you ever want to see it, and I mean, no one should do this, but just go on Twitter and search for J- Joe Biden gropes women or whatever, and you will see some videos of shit that will make your skin crawl. This guy does to people. It's fucked up, dude. Yeah, he's got that, got that old, that just that old, slimy guy kind of like look when he touches people, which is just kind of off-putting, but and disgusting. I do have some good news on the Joe Biden front. Okay, remember how last week we talked about him possibly pulling a stunt where he would announce for president with Stacey Abrams as his VP. Oh, she right. said hell no. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, she said hell no. Her, her. I think her advisor said that um, that's some serious entitlement. Mm. Damn. Yeah, I don't. I saw a clip of her, Stacy. She was on. I think it was. What's the show with uh, Whoopi Goldberg? She has a talk show. Oh, Star Trek Next Generation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's it. Uh, <laughs> I think it's the View, isn't it, or the talk? Yes, the View. <laughs> No, the, the talk is the B-rate view. Okay. Yeah, and Stacy was like, you know, things are, um, th- there are a lot of possibilities open, but, you know, probably not. <laughs> um, I did want to speak about one more thing on this subject, sort of, All right. of, like, men acting inappropriately towards women. Yeah. So y'all know what Notre Dame is, right? The school... Yes, right. it, is a, it is a school. The Ivy League of the South, as they call it. Mm-hmm. Where is it located at? It's not know. located in Notre Dame. I mean, how south is it? I don't think the South has any Ivy League schools, does it? I mean, maybe so. I don't know. Oh, no, there's some schools that they call the Ivy League of the South. There's a couple of schools like that. Okay. Wait, I'm not George, sure Notre Dame Georgia is Southern isn't south. the Ivy League of yes. the South? What? Georgia Southern Ivy League of the South. Well, so Notre Dame... Uh, uh, I don't know, has some kind of, like, thing where a mom at one of the school, at this school, wrote a letter to, I guess, the the newspaper or some shit. I didn't read the fucking article, people. Uh, I just skimmed it. Um, but she wrote this fucking article basically saying that girls should no longer wear leggings. They should not wear tight, stretchy pants because they are too enticing to men. <sighs> And her excuse, you, just, you hate to see it happen like this. <laughs> she said, "Think of the mothers of sons." What? 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 What about them? What? What is? What is her whole argument here? Her argument is that that girls, I guess women, should not wear tight, stretchy pants because men are animals who can't control themselves, and this is what leads to sexual assault and rape. Wow. Yes. So this stuff like this kind of leads me back to um, back when Donald Trump was running for president and they, you know, the whole pussy tape got released where he, like, said, grab her by the pussy or whatever. And the brilliant defense to that was, oh, it's locker room talk. 
Okay, sure. So to these th- say, things like this, I want to say, um, both to locker room talk and to girls wearing like tight clothes or whatever. Um, I've seen both of these things happen. I've I've been in locker rooms my whole life, and guys don't talk like that. And the guys who do are assholes, and no one likes them. And girls who wear skin tight clothes, you can got plenty of guys look at them every day and don't do anything. And the guys who do, they're assholes, and they're disgusting people, and they're gonna do that whether they're wearing tight clothes or not. They're just awful. They're rapists, and it's just—it's in their fucking brain chemistry that they think they're entitled to this stuff. So it has nothing to do with how girls dress or how people talk to each other. It's just—it's—it's it's weird finger pointing, and the fact that this is coming from uh, an older lady, I'm assuming, that's just—it's just really fucked up and upsetting. It's like, first of all, locker rooms, in my experience, are silent. They are places of reflection. <laughs> we take our clothes and shower and shit. Yeah. And or if, you like talk about oh, the, the, you just played basketball. You talk about the game you just played or something, just something small like light stuff. And the yeah, guys are about that fresh anime you just about, watched. Yeah. Like, yeah, of course, of course you would say that, Marcus. <laughs> yeah, Marcus is like, did you guys see my seventeen-inch vertical I just had? Out there? <laughs> it was amazing. He means the screen he was watching anime on. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you! <laughs> But the guys, by the way, who talk about women in the locker room that I've noticed have been guys who are way overdoing it and trying far too hard to, like, yeah. account for the fact that their balls are hanging out for other men, I guess. Like, that's the performative masculinity or some shit. But the thing is, mm-hmm. that, that I hate about this, is it is an insult. And this is going to sound so stupid. Take me out of context. I don't give a shit. This is an insult to men. Because... It's it's you're you're saying that we are we can't control our impulses that we that we are ruled by nothing but lust and I'm like how little do you think of us and how little do men think of other men and women and these women think of us as well yeah that's what I'm saying is that there are plenty of people man and woman who all day control all of their urges or look at stuff and don't have such a burning urge they have to do something about it they just they can just notice oh that's attractive that's not attractive this and that they just think thoughts in their head like you're supposed to the people who act on those things people who have this weird burning lust inside of them so much they want to take action uh, against somebody else's will they are just bad people and they're going to do this kind of stuff no matter what they're going to if if whether it's you know raping someone or like murdering someone like they just they're going to do bad stuff bad stuff bad people do bad stuff and that's just how it's going to be. And it's a shame they're all at the top controlling the rules and shit. It's, exactly. it's insane. Marcus it's actually insane. I'm sorry. I'm just, I had to put something in because y'all are both hitting all the points that I would say. I'm just like, God dang it. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't matter if women went around all day wearing burkas or some shit. It wouldn't matter. This shit would still happen. Like The, the, your, the wardrobe does not change things. Yeah, also, mm-hmm. speaking of that, in countries where women do wear burkas and, like, cover their face, there's still rape. Yeah. And actually, tons of it. It's, yeah, it's and it's pretty bad. And I'm not saying those countries are less than us. It's it's not that they're, that they're worse than we are. It's that they have the exact same problem, and, and women's wardrobes don't change it. It's, it's, yeah. it's all on men. In the article, it says right here, this is a problem that only girls can solve. I disagree. <laughs> yes, yeah. wholeheartedly disagree. I think that this is a problem that only men can solve because mm-hmm. we're the ones who are doing the things that we shouldn't be doing. It's not like anyone's forcing us to do it. Yeah, the Illinois podcast is entirely on the side of wear whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Amen. Go for it. 
because you should not feel unsafe because you chose to wear something. You know, because we should have pe- men, and I guess people in general, whatever, should just have more control over themselves than this. And I think that, in general, a lot of people say that you shouldn't do things because you'll provoke a response from other people. And I would say, to you, I would say, like, but that's not your fault. It's their fault for acting like that. Yeah. It's like folks who get who say that like gay people shouldn't be like out or whatever. They shouldn't be like uh, perform like not performatively, but like uh, you know explicitly I don't know gay or whatever. You know using like visual signifiers, and it's like because that'll get you beat up. I'm like that's not their fault though. Yeah, they can't yeah, control that somebody else feels that way about them. It's like that's that would happen regardless. I think it would probably be less prevalent because people wouldn't be able to like visually identify you that quickly. But people still would figure stuff out, and the homophobes would do what they wanted regardless. So, I say be 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 out and always be proud, and uh, let let the folks who are the ones who behave badly identify themselves as such, so they can be dealt with. Yeah, that means what? Listen, in, in a video game parody. Listen, it's <laughs> not not. I'm not advocating actually like killing people here. Oh yeah. I've got something to say real quick. Okay. I just wanted to say that the only thing more inhuman than ABC's <laughs> cancellation schedule is the oh fact God. that Netflix had a freaking show called Russian Doll and it was talking about Donald Trump. <laughs> I fucking hate. I hate so much. Oh, oh man. It's what the good stuff. I, I, I thought of that one when I was driving the other day and I had to say it on the podcast. You, what? Oh, you said here. that? Okay. Weird. <laughs> No, that's the, that was that's the first time I said that specific one. All right. Speaking of, I guess gay people. Did you guys hear about what happened with Dow Chemical? No. This is gonna. This must be a wild ride. They got woke, baby. Their CEO is gay. Oh yeah, Ooh. yeah, 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 yeah. Wokeism is here, my friends. All right. Woke, woke capitalism is my, one of my favorite new things. <laughs> Like, how can we be evil? Our CEO is gay. Yes, and gay people can never be bad. <laughs> can never do a wrong that's thing. What, that's what the libs told us. Gay they people do no wrong. We found the loophole. <laughs> we got him. Well, that's the whole, that's what? We're all gay at Dow Chemical. <laughs> Everyone's gay. Dow Chemical says corporations are people was declaring it for the first gay company. Yes. Uh, surprisingly, uh, Lockheed Martin joining the crew. They are also gay. You're never allowed to say anything bad about Lockheed Martin ever again. Yeah. Mm. Every corporation has come out as gay all of a sudden. <laughs> the logo is a rainbow now. Fuck off. I mean, all they need is like some tax benefits, and they'll just be like, "Oh yeah, we're all gay." Actually, you know what? We're, we're gonna stop calling them mergers. Now they're getting gay married. Yeah. <laughs> But so, but this is like the whole thing, right? They, they want us to, to think that, that the, the people at top are okay because they're gay or they're women or they're like minorities in some form or fashion. And it's like, how long until like fucking, I mean, I don't know, like Bayer, the company that experimented on fucking uh, prisoners in the goddamn Nazi camps, is like, oh, our CEO's in a wheelchair, so you can't say anything about us anymore. Yeah, well, they, well, they personally um, like kneecap their fucking CEO. <laughs> Just so they can do this. They're going to explicitly destroy his spine, like in fucking Upgrade or some shit, so they can't, he can't walk anymore. Boom, now we're immune so, to I mean, he can, he can definitely afford it. That's true. 
It's just yeah, more cool. There's going to be a bunch of like like gender fluid CEOs, so they don't actually have to change anything about themselves. About oh yeah, I just like I'm fluid now. <laughs> That'll be what they do, so they can like get away with it. What else? What else can woke capitalism do? <laughs> Open, free themselves from criticism. Uh, they can convert to a, a weird religion. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're, uh, dude, we're the Wicca Corporation. Yeah, wow. that's a good one. Uh, yeah, the Wicca. They have um. They have pull. We're witches now. This is our witch sonas. We are, uh, we're all feminist witches now here, over here at, uh, at Northrop Grumman. I was just, I was just using Northrop Grumman. I was like, what if Northrop Grumman declares themselves an anime? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? We're, what is that? we're an anime now. Declare yourself an anime. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, this is the future liberals want. Yes, we're all gay animes. <laughs> Gainamase. Yes. How many gay uh, animes do you watch, Marcus? Actually, I do need to watch one that I've... Okay, need to? I do need to. I've heard they're really good. One is... Oh, okay, okay, well, two. One's Yuri on Ice. Apparently, that's a gay anime. That's the one I've heard about. Yeah, yeah. And there's another one. I think it's called Banana Fish. That, that's definitely I, a gay anime. I haven't seen them, but I've heard they're really good. So okay. I'm going okay. to give them a shot. Don't they have a big problem with gay people in Japan, though? I don't know. Well, they don't have they don't have gay marriage and all that kind of stuff. You're not really like supposed to be gay. Hmm. That sounds like a weird issue they would have. Because they're a very conservative. How is, that that you, how is it that you surround yourself with this culture almost all day and know nothing L- about? Listen, it? listen. Just because I watch a lot of anime doesn't mean I understand anything about the culture. Okay? Actually, it's a really good take, Marcus. I am trying to get into the culture, but you know, oh, I've got a lot of things nope. on my plate. Back, right roll now. back, roll back. <laughs> wait, wait, what? Go back to no, I mean, watch anime I mean, with Dora. Oh I culture. mean, learn about it, not. Gosh. Don't, do not become one of those people, Marcus, who like learns what Japanese and, and, and talks about like how great katanas are or some shit. Okay, first off, katanas are amazing. Okay, so okay. I'm, joking, I'm joking, breathe. April Fools, alright. <laughs> <laughs> Great joke. But seriously, there's a lot of interesting things in like Japanese culture that I'm curious about. Like, they got a lot of ghost stories, a lot of weird mythical creatures, and like just their whole thing of like balance with like their lives and, and nature. So those things are fascinating. I'm gonna become a guy who gets really into Latvian culture. Yes. <laughs> like Estonian culture. Or Slovenian. Like some obscure Eastern Europe country no one's ever fucking heard of. Like Uzbekistani culture or some shit. Just become one of those dudes. Yeah, and you just like wear the traditional garb and start like <laughs> watching them and following all their sports players. That's a big thing I found out. There's um there's a couple of really popular players from um Oh man, one second. I gotta look this up so I don't say something stupid on the podcast, which I never do. <laughs> um, Slovenia. Um, there's two really um, popular Slovenian basketball players, and they both they both just played a game against each other, um, like last week. And over 2,500 people came from Slovenia to the game. Wow. Um, but they all spent uh, each. They spent about. Uh, about twelve hundred American dollars, um, or more, depending on how much they had to pay for their flight and for their um, their stay and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, all they all paid about twelve hundred dollars to come see two of the the biggest Slovenian players uh, play basketball in the NBA. 
So yeah, that's, that's a big thing. Wow, to support the, the the players. Do you know why I like Slovenia? I don't know anything about Slovenia except they have two basketball players. They made the best gun ever. It's really? it's called the MG one seventy six. It's a submachine gun, and its claim to fame is that it uses a twenty two cartridge. And it's the thing is the twenty two is weak as piss. It'll kill you. Don't get me wrong. But it's weak as piss and get thrown off course by literally yeah. a light breeze. It doesn't kill you good enough. True. So they was they they overcame this limitation by making the biggest magazine in any gun. It's like a hundred and twenty rounds in the magazine, and it just dumps a hundred twenty twenty two rounds at you as quickly as possible, and it's the greatest gun ever. Wait, is this like one of those like barrel? A drum? Yeah, magazines? use a drum. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> and it's just this shitty fucking submachine gun. But I just love the fact that he uses the twenty two around. And just, like, just you can just, like, fill someone really full of bullets with this thing. Mm-hmm. Good gun. Amazing. Nice. Oh, man. Um, Marcus, didn't you have something you want to talk about? <gasps> no, but I'm, I'm glad you thought about me. Thanks for thinking of me. I've got something. Okay, go ahead. Uh, this is so in the heat. I'm just kidding. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> so, a couple of months ago, a uh, popular, or to me, popular rapper, Joey Badass, um, some people might know who he is, um, he had a tweet saying that there was a underground FBI operation against rappers in America and that they everyone should watch out. Mm-hmm. People were like, Joey Badass, probably crazy. What are you talking about? Even I was a little bit like, I don't, I'm not, I don't, I'm not against conspiracy theories, but I was like, let's see what pans out. And um, since that tweet, um, several rappers have had um, heretofore here to, here unseen charges brought against them, such as uh, 21 Savage almost being deported because they found out he was actually from the UK, which no one knew. Um, uh, rapper 6ix9ine got even, he already had charges against him, then he had like double the charges put against him. Um, a, a rapper named YNW Mello got arrested for um, double homicide. That may or may not have happened. I don't know. And uh, just last night, uh, a very talented rapper Nipsey Hussle was uh, murdered outside of his own clothing store. Really? I heard um, about this guy, Nipsey Hussle. Yeah, he was shot to him and two of his friends. I don't think his two friends died, but he was shot to death. Um, and it was especially surprising because um, while he does have, like, you know, back a long time ago, he had, like, gang affiliations because he's from, like, He's, like, from SoCal, and that's just, like, how it is for some people, depending on where you're from. Um, He had become, like, a big in his community. He gave so much money back to the community he was from. He was very popular. I mean, that clothing store he was outside of, he owned. He owned a lot of, like, he donated a lot to, like, boys and girls clubs and to, like, community rejuvenation programs. So people, there wasn't really people in his community, apparently, who had a lot against him. And the, the, the shooter still had not been identified as far as I know. And it start every day. I'm starting to believe more and more that uh, Joey Badass was right, and that um, rappers are have have a, a target on their heads. And I think mostly it stems from the fact that ever since its inception, rap music has been very anti-establishment. Whereas some of it has been commodified and almost glorifies capitalism. There is still a good amount of um, rap that is about you know not only class consciousness and race consciousness, but you know how. We are, like, you know, the government does fuck us over every day, and you know, rappers are more likely to, to believe in conspiracy theories and to believe that um, we're not getting the truth from everyone. 
and I think that because of that, and because um, it had it started to have an actual effect on on um, people who were listening to music and starting to take it as truth, I think they are, that maybe maybe just maybe Joey Badass is right, and there is an, an operation against uh, rappers. Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I mean it's happened before. I mean, you know, people um, back when like Biggie and Tupac were famous, they were always like, uh, like unrightfully or unjustly like searched and had like stuff taken from them. And were like people, they were always trying to put those two in jail. And yeah, it's just and it's getting to a really weird point where like, especially like the stuff when like Twenty One Savage is about to get deported. I was like, what? Like it happened all overnight, and I was like, what is happening right now? This is, I just I don't know. I think that. Um, I, I do think there's something going on, and I don't know. It's starting to get kind of scary. However, I will say that if there is an operation against rappers that they're carrying out to uh, try to silence them, <laughs> carrying out such an operation only proves them to be right. So I don't know what you're getting out of this. Did you hear about what happened? I mean, is, it, is this like, do you think it's related to what's happening to the Ferguson protesters? Oh, what's I was just to about that. They're just dropping like flies, just disappearing and stuff. It's terrifying, actually. They're turning up shot to death in cars that are also then burned up. Really? Yeah, dude. There's that one guy who they said they, he shot himself while handcuffed in the back of a police car. He shot himself in the face. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I heard about Miraculously. That. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, for real? They're murdering Ferguson protest leaders right now. I mean, and they've been doing it for years. And no one's doing anything. Because nobody knows about it. Like, it's... Yeah, it's, this isn't this uh, like in the news. Yeah, it's not getting any attention. It's, it's fucked up. Yeah, I mean... But, I mean... I guess right now, maybe it's working for them, whatever the definition of working is. But I think my, my point from earlier still stands is that the more they do stuff like this, the more it's going to prove people right. And the more the people are going to trust them less and less. And the more that... You know, civil unrest starts, and the more the, the closer we get to the violent revolution in the streets. I mean, we're, I feel like we're pretty close to the complete distrust of, like, the government and related authorities. I mean, I feel like only so. white people still trust the police. Yeah, that's pretty true. <laughs> Not um, even all of us anymore. Yeah, but, I mean, but you'd also be surprised. You Sometimes you talk to people, and you just get surprised at what people say, because we, we kind of, as much as we don't... Um, much we don't want to admit it, um, we put ourselves in a little bit of a box and kind of see people around us with similar views, but you go out there, sometimes you hear people who, like, have no problem with the police, uh, I mean, I was at a theme park over the weekend, there was, like, a, a bunch of Blue Lives Matter shirts out there, um, I'm sure they were mostly police officers, but still, it's like, it's just kind of like, you, you kind of realize that there's some, uh, I don't know, that not everybody is getting aboard the train just yet. That's true. We can't be going and getting our fucking counting our uh, chickens for their hatch or whatever on that one. But I mean, I feel like I feel like there's a general, especially among younger people, like fuck the police type vibe because you know everyone you're young hates the cops. You know because you you want to you want to do illegal shit when you're young for most people, anyways. And as yeah. you get older, maybe you settle down. You start to think, oh, they protect me or whatever. But it just feels like there's more and more stuff in the news. We have the cops continually fuck up and kill people. And fuck up no they're they're too well trained too well funded to be fucking up this consistent what I mean is they fuck up by not doing it well enough to make us think it was an accident right oh, and I forgot to mention there was another rapper who was shot and killed 
um, by the police. I can't remember his name. He wasn't as famous. But a video got released of it, and he was asleep in his car. Oh, right, yeah. I fucking heard about this shit. Yeah. He was like Taco Bell, right? The cops snuck up and shot him in the car? Yeah. He was yeah. straight. He was literally asleep, defenseless in his <laughs> the car. The most unthreatening thing you can do, sleep. Well, you see about that, I mean, this, this is not a, a rap or anything, but you see about that, that black guy who got shot by the police, who was autistic or whatever? No. He was, like, laying in the middle of the road with his hands up in the air, and his caregiver is, like, on the side of the street being, like, yelling at them that he is autistic, he doesn't understand what they're saying, he's not mentally competent, please don't shoot him, and they fucking shot him dead in the street. Isn't it sad we've gotten to the point where when you say, did you hear about the black guy who got shot by the police, it's not immediately recognizable as something recent? <laughs> yeah. I mean, this was, this was not recent. It was, like, it was, like, two years ago. But it's like it's like this emphasizes the fact that it doesn't fucking matter what you do, and even and even then, like there was that white guy in Las Vegas who got fucking lit up by the cops because he was finally like trying to like pull his pants up. Remember that the guy like was like crawling yeah. on the ground in the hotel. He hallway? was he was crawling towards the police like they asked, like he they asked him to. His pants came down. He went to pull him up. Brr, Just lit him up. Not and, and here's the thing. That was one white guy. I got one example of a white guy. I'm not saying mm-hmm. there's, there's like a equality here or anything of, of the two types. No, because there, there's, there's um, there. Was, oh my god, what was it? It was a video of this white dude just in the street, and he has a knife. He has a knife. There's like this cop in front of him. I don't know if he's got a taser or a gun, but they've been talking to this man for a solid five minutes, just like, hey, put it down, put it down, put it down. Put it down. And I'm just like, why haven't y'all shot him yet? Like, you, did, you didn't give this much time to unarmed black people. Like, what, what's going on here? Yeah. You seen the video of that white dude sitting in the street in a lawn chair with a fucking literal goddamn rifle saying he's gonna shoot people? And the cops <laughs> talk him into putting the gun down and walking inside oh, and then go and oh, arrest him? Nice. Oh, how nice. He was like, I'm going to shoot you if you come near me or whatever, to a police officer who also had a gun. And I'm like, mm-hmm. why has he not been fucking lit up yet? <laughs> he wasn't afraid for his life, clearly. Oh my god, dude. It, it's fucked. This is just fucked. Oh, man. Uh, fuck, fuck the police. <laughs> like, for real. Fuck the police. Um, I did want to talk something good to happen this week, though, y'all. We have some good news. The uh, a federal judge has blocked the Medicaid work requirements in two states. Um, did y'all see this? Did y'all hear about this? Uh uh-uh. uh So we don't you know what Medicaid is right? It's like Medicare but like more essentially for like the truly right. destitute and poor. They wanted to put people on Medicaid on work requirements, meaning you would have to get a job. Okay. <sighs> All right. So. Here's what happened. Or here's here's one thing. This is an argument they used in the case against the work requirements. Um, in mid-2018, there's this guy named McGonagall. Uh, he learned that he would be subject to new work requirements, which he would have to report online as a condition of receiving health benefits. These were imposed by the Arkansas Works Amendment, approved by the U.S. Secretary of Health and Human Services in March 2018. 
Despite his lack of access to and difficulty working with computers, he was able to report his employment in June 2018, but he did not know if he needed to continue to do so each month. As a result, when he went to pick up his prescriptions in October, the pharmacist told him that he was no longer covered and his medicines had cost him $800. In the absence of Medicaid, he could not afford the cost of his prescriptions and so did not pick them up. His two health conditions then flared up, causing him to miss several days of work, and Southwest Poultry fired him for his absences. He thus lost Medicaid coverage and his job. Wow. Damn. <clears throat> great system we got here. Fantastic. Here's the great part to me. It's NBC News. Now, when, you, when I say NBC News, what political leaning do you think they have? I'm sure it's fair balance straight down the middle. What do you think, Marcus, when I say NBC News? I mean, when I hear NBC, I just think General Hospital for some reason. <laughs> I would describe them as being liberal. I would say CBS sure. is the centrist. Because, yeah, because NBC has like Saturday Night Live, which is like the liberal fantasy. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, well, here's how they phrased it in, in their tweet about these, these, these blockings happening. It says right here, a federal judge blocked Medicaid work requirements in two states, dealing a blow to one of the Trump administration's marquee efforts to push the poor towards self-sufficiency. Wow. Wow. We're not fucking talking about just the poor. We're talking about the disabled, the sick, the infirm, the old. This is not just fucking people who are lazy. It's it's like okay, do y'all know that y'all know in, in, in Britain in the UK they have universal healthcare, right? The NHS. Yeah. Right. They recently imposed work requirements on people who are receiving med- assistance from the government, and mm-hmm. they don't talk about this in American media at all. But my British friends have showed me certain things where it's like this has killed thousands of people so far who could not obtain their medications, could not get medical attention, could not work or put into homelessness, and then died on the street because of the work requirements. Damn. This is fucking killing people. Yeah, and like, I always, and growing up, I always thought that one of the points of Medicaid was that a person wasn't working. Yeah, me too, man. Or at least that was like, no, like, yeah, you definitely had Medicaid if you weren't working. Some people who worked still had it. But like that's I always kind of thought that was the kind of the thing was because you couldn't you don't have a job that gives you health care you can't have a job so you can afford health care so don't you need it and like adding a work requirement to it makes it harder for some people who you know just can't work yeah mm-hmm. oh man but also speaking of the poor um, apparently in uh, San Francisco which everyone knows is one of the most liberal cities in, in America right what we all say that San Francisco liberal yeah. Most, most California cities are kind of in that area. It says right here that residents in one of the wealthiest parts of San Francisco have started a GoFundMe for a legal defense fund to ap- oppose a homeless shelter in their neighborhood. They're calling it Safe Embarcadero for All. Okay, and I, I'll, I'm just going to say one thing. You know what? You got, you can, you are free to make any legal defense you want for any stupid and classist thing you want. But why is it that people in a wealthy part of San Francisco need a GoFundMe? Because they don't want to pay for it themselves. But I just can't imagine anybody in the world donating to this. 
who isn't one of these people? Uh, what what does anybody else get out of this? I guess my I guess that this is an easy way to pull their funds together. I guess just use a third party to to all contribute to, and make it look like we have a lot of support. Essentially, yes. It says right here. This is a comment. Do y'all know what Nextdoor is? The website for like crazy people who talk about our neighborhoods. No, dude. Sometimes no, go. I get it now. Go on Nextdoor and look up where you live and see what the fuck people are saying around where you live. It's insane. Um, it says right here. Uh, we will not give quotation marks hope that is drug addicts a chance in our neighborhood. Does a doctor routinely put cancer in a healthy body? No. Then why put this magnet for all things bad in the middle of a residential, tourist, beautiful neighborhood? It will increase the chance that one or more of our children are assaulted, step on a needle, step in feces, etc. What the fuck? So wait, homeless people will bring needles and feces to your neighborhood? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting thought process. Man, why do I have to um, make an account go on next door? <laughs> they probably want you to fucking not be just like doing what you're about to do right now. Just uh, scrape that shit. Neighborhood block party at noon on Sunday. Come join us. I live here, and there was no party on Sunday. <laughs> y'all want to y'all want to hear some of the uh, amounts that were given to this this GoFundMe? Oh yeah, sure. let's hear. Uh, let's see here. Um, GitHub's CEO Nat Friedman just contributed ten thousand dollars. Damn, fuck you, dude. Yeah. Twitter yeah, just a little the extra money he has, you know. Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey kicked in twenty five thousand oh, dollars. Yeah, that guy is like awful. That guy like starves himself because it's a game for him. Right. Uh, let's see here. Hedge, hedge fund manager manager Jerome Dodson a thousand dollars. Like. It's just like this. This is rich people saying we do. We do not want poor people near us. Yeah, and isn't, doesn't it be kind of be sad to be the one guy who's only donating a thousand dollars? Come on, like, everyone else is much richer than you. It's yeah. They have more money to give to this anti-poor uh, bullshit. And this is the this is the mean. This is the whole fucking like problem with rich people in general and their mind, their thought processes today is let's just reinvent everything that already exists but without the possibility that I'll see a poor person. Yeah, mm. pretty much. Like Uber's idea for, uh, not Uber, so who, whatever it is, a company that wanted a bit to, to make a basically a bus, but it was a rideshare bus, so there would never be any like poor people sitting on the bus with you. Yeah. And... and- it- Go ahead. I say each person on the bus would have their own compartment. They can they can stay in their own little personal pod. Yeah. Whoa! What is that? That is. You know this. <laughs> Go ahead. All this it. money being donated would be well and good if it if I, I think you know it would be fine if these it still wouldn't be fine if these fucking classist pieces of shit don't want poor people around them. But I feel like if if you are that much of an asshole and all the people you know are that much of an asshole to oppose a homeless shelter, then your money should go to pay for one somewhere else. At the very least. For yeah, I think that money should go and be used for something good since they're trying to do something bad. And also, they should still have a homeless shelter. Yeah. And I will say that Go GoFundMe is... Uh, uh, the GoFundMe, the company itself, contributed $10,000, I believe, to the, the counter GoFundMe. 
Oh, nice. That's 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 real nice. Look, I still go, think GoFundMe. I think GoFundMe sucks because their primary business is subsidizing our terrible medical system by like pay, people pay for medical bills for people, and that sucks. I mean, it's good. That it, it, sure, but that that's not GoFundMe's fault. Right? Yeah, I'm just saying like. They, but the thing is, their CEO bragged about it a while back, basically saying, "Oh, this is like you know, sixty percent of our business. Like, it's great. We make so much money off the yeah. U.S. healthcare system. Whatever, it's just fine." Um, but fuck those people who want to make an want to do an anti-homeless shelter shit. Like, fuck you. Like, like what? Yeah. It, like they're donating all this money, but like, what is that? What What's the end goal for this money they're donating? Just to not build the the shelter? Yeah, a legal fund that will sue the people into, into stopping. Wow, they, like the same money could be used to be like actually make the shelter, like. To, uh. Yeah, but that wouldn't that wouldn't that would that would that would put a, a magnet for bad things in our neighborhood, Marcus. They don't want to oh, see right. poor people or know that homeless people exist. Right, like with all the poop and the needles, because every homeless poops and does drugs and shits in the street. That's how America thinks about people, though. We, we really do think that all homeless people are dirty, like, like heroin addicts. And they're not. Yeah, and it's, yeah, it's kind of bad. And it's like, people, people are like, um, but, oh, well, if, if you think that there's a homeless problem, then why don't you give money to them? And it's like, because, for, like, my money will not help them. I, if I give one homeless person $20, that's not going to do anything. I want to fix the problem. I want to fix the root cause. That is the same thing I've been seeing recently, dude. People, I've been arguing landlords online. That's right, we're talking about online beefs for a second. But arguing landlords online who just say, "Oh, focus less on politics and more on making money and getting your and improving your station or whatever." And I'm like, "Yeah, okay. Let's say I did that. That solves the problem for me, one person. I want to solve the problem for everyone." Yeah, and that's. And all that statement is saying is, hey, put your nose down so we can do whatever you want and you won't notice. And, and also, it, it, it's saying, let's not forget, it's saying, um, basically, you, you, you do it, you give it a shot, you try it. But the thing is, that won't work for everyone. We can't all be rich. It's not possible. Not under capitalism. Yeah. As we've discussed a hundred times in this podcast... Uh, not everyone can be rich because the, the jobs that don't make a lot of money, somebody still has to do them. And unless you start making, you know, pe- uh, people who work at fast food restaurants make $100,000 a year, which I don't care, maybe they should, um, then nobody's going to take those jobs. Everybody's going to be poor. Somebody's going to be poor. Most people are going to be poor. I've heard people say that mm-hmm. if no one's on top, then everyone's on the bottom. Who said that? A landlord. Oh, of course, of course, which someone is, with a lot of money in their pocket. Which is the same fucking philosophy as the bad dad from Talladega fucking nights. If you're not first, you're last. That's true. It's a it's a it's a shitty philosophy for shitty fucking dads. Like that's not workable. But what? But what if we have two number ones, guys? Come on. Oh my guys, god. I have I have some breaking news that I just read about. Okay. Maybe you guys have already heard about it. Maybe I'm late, but I just have to point this out. I've not listened to it yet, but apparently, friend of the show, Elon Musk, released a SoundCloud rap about Harambe. Wait. <laughs> Wait. And I'm not making any of those words up. This is... The, the rich 
billionaire made a rap about a dead gorilla. Yes. And <laughs> it, it was released last night, so maybe it was like a pre-April Fool's joke, but it is real. And you can uh, listen to it. I listened to the first ten seconds while you guys were talking about something. And let me tell you, it is bad. Wait, wait, are you saying Elon Musk is not the new rap god? No, I'm, I'm saying quite the opposite. I'll, My God. I'll just drop this to you boys for later. Speaking of Elon Musk, by the way, y'all, I have some, I have some terrible news. Okay. The share of men under 30 who aren't having sex has nearly tripled in the last decade. Dang. No! <laughs> Which is... you, know, you know what it is, right? You know what it is. It's feminism. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get laid because all these god darn women just don't want to do respect themselves too much. <laughs> they respect themselves to have sex on my slovenly body. Which, hey, you know, I can see that. And I lack the motivation and drive to improve myself enough that I will attract a sexual partner. It yeah, is their so fault. Instead, it's their fault. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, women. <laughs> also, it's not that I work like nine, ten hours a day. When I come home, all I want to do is like lay down and sleep or cry. No, no, that's not that's not the fault of it. It's women. <laughs> but actually, the question, my question is. Who are they getting these numbers from? Like, do they just talk to couples? Like, hey, when was the last time y'all had sex? I mean, they're not talking couples because it, it's men haven't had sex in the past year. Under 30. Yeah. Mm. Well, oh, they just, just they oh. just stood outside of, you know, like a Ben Shapiro rally or... <laughs> you know, I'm busy GameStop. with my facts. I don't have time for sex. Yeah. Um, but it's like, and the thing is, is that, okay, so of uh, men are reporting uh, under the, between the ages of 18 and 30 that 28% of, of men under 30 aren't having sex. And it's 18% of women. So people are saying, like, oh, see, women are doing fine, though. It's, yeah, I don't know. I would argue maybe right. not. Yeah, I'm saying, uh, maybe, maybe we should look at some statistics besides who's having sex under 30. Maybe how about how much money do they make per hour comparatively? Uh, yeah, exactly. Do you think that stat might matter a little bit more? <laughs> it's it's like, uh, and so of course also the the young male labor force participation has fallen, and uh, uh, eighteen thirty year olds are more likely to live with their parents. So there's less opportunity to have sex because of that, and uh, but I'm like these are these these are problems that capitalism has brought. <laughs> it's. It's yeah. nothing else with that. People, oh, fuck capitalism. People are always like, you can't just reduce all your problems down to capitalism. But I say, yes, I can. <laughs> Not that I care about having sex. I, uh, the good Lord gave me all the things, all the tools I need to sexually gratify myself. So I'm good. Yeah, that's the end of the podcast. I don't mean this. I don't. I don't mean just this episode. Oh man! You can find me on Twitter at Life of Seth. Our artwork was done by Marcus, who's on the podcast right now. I'm allowed to say that my on Twitter is MC Surf. Uh, if they want to hear that, uh, Marcus, do you, are you on anything yet? You still incognito? I mean. Okay. Um, next episode, I'll, I'll do it. Oh, send me, your, send us your DV and art link. <laughs> oh God, no! <laughs> Does that still exist? 
it does still exist. Oh my god, Deviant Art is like like I don't know, dude. That was like forever ago. I last like went there. That used to be your jam. Was it? Yeah, dude. Really? A lot. I used to post like short stories on there. I remember. Ooh. You used to look at a lot of images too, but yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't like your tone, sir. <laughs> I don't appreciate um, your implication. Fuck. Oh wait, uh, our theme song is by Ben Powell. He uh, has a wrestling podcast called Southern Smackdown, where they're both southern and talk about wrestling. So if you're interested in that, go check it out. Um, you uh, fuck Kevin Durant, Tom Brady, and the movie First Reformed. Uh, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it under it. Marcus? Um, what the world needs now is drugs. Morgan. Yes. Okay. All right. Back to Smith. Uh, we've stopped trying to solve our problems. We're just trying to outlive them. And from New Orleans to New York, that's the Elena's podcast, baby. We're out. Out. Deuces. That felt like a good episode.